What's up, you sluts? What's going on, guys? What up, bitches? Yeah. Uh, I'm on the phone. Of course, Damn. Fab. Of course, Fab's Damn. on the phone. Damn you. Well, like, we did a fucking day at the winery. Drinking, playing cornhole. Oh, fuck it <laughs> Remember that one time? He's America. Remember that one time when we scheduled when we scheduled a podcast and like you know you're supposed to be in it. Remember that one time? Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, uh, you know. (laughs) Remember that one time when people are already doing stuff and you play a last minute podcast? It's great. Yeah. Well, don't be mad because you were fucking bear hunting and goddamn fucking wherever the hell you were. How'd it go, dude? How many bears did you get? And what were their sixty-nine? Sixty-nine. Hell yeah, dude. Good amount of bears. Were they? I mean. Well, I mean, we're all big guys, so they're that that kind of bears, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Wait, uh, your phone sucks. There, oh yeah, there he goes. It's gonna keep going in and out, dude. Is it going in and out? Yeah, oh, the yeah. fucker. But, That's all right. I'm at on, least we're not <laughs> doing the fucking Wi-Fi. At least we're not doing a video this time today. All right. So stop drinking your wine and playing with yourself, motherfucker. And let's. Go. I got fucking <laughs> Mexican Modelos now. So the uh, the guy at the pool table has been nice to you. Yeah, he's nice. If you want his number, I'll give it to you. That way you don't have to go all the way up to Big Bear anymore. <laughs> Big old balls. Yeah. <laughs> Good dude. Hell yeah. Hey, so, well, all right. Here. Welcome, everybody. Keys to the Jet, episode seven. This time I didn't forget. Woo! Yeah. Um, I'm Red, as always, with Rhino and Blackbeard. Fab. Fab. And who, Fab we got going, who, who do we got today? Oh, uh, I guess that's me. That's uh, Lil Mikey. Lil Mikey. Yeah, and this is uh, this is Blackbeard's guest. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sorry, little Mikey. We were stationed together up in Alaska in the 90th. You know, if you use that name, there's three of us. So you, I mean, you know, you got uh, Fab, who's a Mikey, and then myself, and then yourself. But you know, (laughs) hey. Well, yeah, we had to come up with something because if you use my last name, everybody knows automatically who I am. So. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is, that's the same as Fab, so it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think people know my real last name. They just know me as fucking Fab. It's all the same. Hell yeah. How you doing how today, to... man? How you doing, little Mikey? Oh, good? I'm good, man. I, uh, I've been, I've, he got my t- the time zones wrong, and so uh, Blackbeard's had me over here waiting like I was waiting for uh, Metal Shop to come fix a fucking screw or some shit. Oh, fucking shit. sheet metal. <laughs> fucking sheet metal. Every time. Like sheet metal. That's <laughs> fucked up, Blackbeard, dude. What kind of friend are you? Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Kind of he's, up. <laughs> he's been sitting there with a dash four open for like three hours. Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm about to switch to four locos. I've been waiting so long. Oh, shit. <laughs> this podcast uh, is going to get crazy with four locos. Hell yeah. Woo! Dude. Hey, Red, you know, little Mikey was in the, in the uh, was it, 95th one? Same time ish you were around there, really not for long, but yeah, maybe you guys ran into each other, possibly. I don't know. Uh, what year? What year? Very, very, very short period of time. I think it was uh, well, it would have been 08. Okay, yeah, I was in the second in hmm. 08. I mean, they would we would have seen each other across the ramp, you know, uh, our lights were on all night fucking long while they were going home, you know, <laughs> yeah, I did. that kind I of was- shit. I did a lot of switching around real quick and then uh and then ended up at the 90th for a while and uh so it was it was that and then I went to the 12th and the 12th got disbanded in Alaska and then uh switched over to the 19th and they had me for like 2 weeks and then I went to the 90th and then I spent several years there 
Hell then, yeah. Uh, then went to the Azores, the land of unwanted toys. And uh oh, were you TA out there? Yeah. Oh man, I tried to get what out there. What are you out the Azores? I tried to get out there so many times. Do what, do what, what did you say? Azores is just what a, a gas and go. Yeah, Azores was uh TA and crash recovery. Were you out there with Prand? Terry Prand? Was not. No. It was uh, 2011 to 2013. Oh, yeah. He would have been out there like 2008 to 2010, 2009 to 11, something like that. So probably, yeah, probably just missed him then. Maybe yeah. took his spot. <laughs> so I heard you're not a little Mikey. I heard you're a big corn-fed motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 6'7", 310. God, fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, monster. Big motherfucker. Hell, yeah. Big motherfucking Mikey. BFM. That's what you're going to be from now on. Surprised they didn't call you Jolly Green, dude. Yeah, no, everybody just always called me by my last name, man. So uh, it was real fitting. So yep. that's why I said if if <laughs> if I said my last name, well, shit, everybody knows now at this point. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, <laughs> it's just like here. Everybody knows our fucking names already. We were in the beginning. We were like, hey, let's use code names, bro. You can call me Nighthawk, and then we're just like, hey, Arn. Oh, I mean, uh, Jake. Uh, oh fuck <laughs> oh shit and then we're like sharing everything on uh the socials and whatnot so you know everybody knows. Want to know you we could like 60 minutes your face and adjust your voice oh yeah i could change i could change your voice to where you sound like this yeah he's the new whistleblower <laughs> that just came out, yeah, we'll fucking block it out. <laughs> tonight on unsolved mysteries <laughs> some somebody tag what away yeah. <laughs> oh, they're watching this shit for sure. Uh, you want to tell your story about OSI there, little Mikey? Uh, not really. <laughs> right. Everybody's got a good OSI story. Yeah, I think everybody's had, has a good one. I bet mine's better than yours. <laughs> I don't I don't really have one. I only know of what happened to people. I, I don't have one myself because, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, you got a good story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, strippers and coke will do that to you. Fucking A, right? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. 50 50. Wait, did you, add, did you add motorcycles to it too? Strippers, coke, motorcycles? No, I didn't have any motorcycles over there. Oh, wow. I mean, hey, that close. that close. He would have been in Cuba if he had motorcycles with him. That I mean, like. we had a dude uh, at Little Rock that. Uh, was okay. This dude was like a senior airman, right? Or uh, I guess at the time he was A1C, but dude bought like a $500,000 house, had like a, a big old fucking Cummins truck that was like fully decked out, like not on this dude's pay scale at all. So everybody was like, dude, you got like rich parents? And he's like, oh no, they're both dead. Where the fuck's he getting all this goddamn money? Turns out for the longest time, OSI had been investigating him. They went as far as put a tech sergeant female in his ALS class. And she was her her job was to get close to this dude, try to get him to sell it to her, ended up doing it in the main classroom during like a break time. OSI was on the second floor of the ALS building. Doing it? Hold on. Like doing it, doing it? No, like selling, selling, selling the drugs. Uh, Like in the classroom. So OSI, she she basically told OSI, hey, it's gonna go down today. They they staged in their little task force on the second floor, and waited until basically she he she bought it, ran down and got the guy. Turns out this dude goes down to Florida every day or like every month, picks up like fifty pounds of coke, and then just Damn. distributes it to. I think it was like thirty or forty military people on the base, including like pilots, base commanders, 
like <laughs> some high level shit. So he got off because he narked on him, but then he went into like, like he disappeared for like two years and then he just kind of resurfaced. But wow. yeah, Damn. a lot of a couple base commanders that's, got fired. Yeah, that's that's a, fucking cocaine a, cowboy of the air force, bro. Man, that's, what, that's, what, that's, that's what really ground my gears about it is because it was like so many years and I made one mistake one time based on some dude that kept, I made the mistake and I owned up to it, but I made one mistake and throughout the years, like, and you know how many dudes I knew that were taking pills and doing stuff. And it was like, I messed up one time and that's what, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Did they you hear the story about shit. the, the dude that blew up his house that I talked about. I don't know if he followed the podcast at all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that was make, wild. He's making meth, meth, meth for the uh, basement. <laughs> yeah, there's always fucking. We had a guy at Tyndall that was cooking meth in his bathtub on base. Also, I think I was working. Troop. I think I was yeah. working. Uh, what what is it when you you go from maintenance to working with the cops for a while? What is it? What is that called again? Oh, Augmentee shit. Yeah, Augment yeah, yeah. Article fifteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. No. I was I was well, augmentee. Please rise. They were yeah. they were uh, they were talking about that bullshit out in mm-hmm. base housing. Like yeah. the old saying, if you ever see a maintainer in his blues, what's what's the phrase that comes yeah. to mind? And it says, "Well, the defendant, please rise." <laughs> Every time. Yeah. No. Every time I put fucked. mine on. That or like you got fucking people doing DUIs every day out in Panama City, dude. You remember when everybody had to come in on the weekend? Every squadron, uh, ten, every, or every maintenance squadron at Tyndall, every maintenance squadron yeah. came in Saturday and Sunday. Straight. We had to do that with the Spice Girls. We did that shit at Mountain Home. We had a guy get a DUI on his way in to the commander's call in blues. <laughs> oh, so good, good times. Dang, dude. <laughs> we had to do that was asleep in the so you had like a crew cab truck, and it was in the wintertime. Somebody dropped him off at his truck. He turned the truck on, turned all the lights off, turned the heater on, jumped in the back seat and passed out just to stay warm because it was like snowing real bad. So, of course, yeah. Arkansas State Trooper comes up. Oh, well, you're within arm's reach of the keys yeah. and a running vehicle. And like they clearly on the on the, the body cam, they woke him up in the back seat wow. and he got off. But for the longest time that our commander was immediately like, pull the stripes, get him out of here. And it was like, no, 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 no we're going to fight this shit. He wasn't driving, but they they tried so I hard. One, they got one of my guys in Boise when I was in Mountain Home for the same shit. Dude had fallen asleep in the back. He had his keys in the ignition. The car wasn't even on. Popping for a DUI, right? Trying to take him to jail, do all the fucking things. Kid was shit hot. Badass fucking mechanic. EPR time comes up. I wrote the motherfucker a five with his fucking DUI Article 15 bullshit. And uh, thought I was going to fucking get kicked out when I told the commander, there's a non-concur block that you could check if you don't agree with it. But it's my fucking need to fire. For sure, thought I was getting kicked out that day. I had a, uh, uh, a time, a time in Alaska that uh, I did not get in trouble. Uh, I deserved it, but I didn't. But I had just bought a Mustang and uh, went downtown. Twenty percent interest. So uh, no, actually, 30, I was thirty-four. percent. I, I, <laughs> I joined when I was twenty-four, so I was a little bit smarter than most. Uh, but uh, I was still stupid because I bought a fucking Mustang in Alaska. But, uh, yeah, I, had, I was supposed to go downtown and meet somebody, and they never showed up. So I was just hanging out at the bar, and some pilots walked in. They're like, oh, hey, little Mikey. And uh remember to use my fake name there. And uh, <laughs> so, so uh, 
ended up getting trashed with the pilots and uh i'm like shit uh what what do i do guys and they're like oh just sleep in your car we do it all the time i'm like okay cool so i go back to my car and there's like literally a gang fight behind my brand new three-day-old car and uh so i'm like oh man they're gonna they're gonna tear up my shit so i drove across the street and went to this hospital parking lot and parked in the parking lot and threw my keys in the trunk and uh was going through my recall roster and i couldn't get anybody to answer and uh then at like four in the morning, I step outside my car and I look around. There's nobody around. So I'm taking a piss by my car and uh, I see flashlights and I'm like, shit. <laughs> and, uh, so they're like, sir, can we help you? I was like, if you give me like 10 seconds, I'll talk to you. <laughs> so finally, I, I get done and I turn around and I'm like, oh, man, I I'm, I don't know what to like. I don't know what to say. They're like, well, what's going on? And I told them the truth. And I was like, look, I got my recall roster on the dash. I've been calling everybody. And these cops were like, hey, dude, you know what? I showed them my keys in the in the trunk of the car. And they were like, you know, it seems like you're trying to do the right thing. So uh, we'll be back in like an hour. And if, if you're still here, then you're going to jail. But if you're not, then you're free to go. <laughs> so, I, yeah. <laughs> Where were you at? Allison or? Elmador. No, that was that was uh Elmo. Elmo. Oh, good old Elmo. Good old Elmo. J Bear. <laughs> when I was in the Azores, I uh, had failed a PT test, and uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, this is a big deal." I'm like, "All right, well, I'll fix it." And so I started working out all the time, and uh, I got up to 360. And so then I was having to get like my sleeves altered and shit. Like it got expensive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, brother, right. dolphins need linemen. <laughs> we'll hit you up. Yeah. We'll move you down to Miami. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 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 old and broken now, man. <laughs> Dude, while yeah. I was in, while I was in, I failed PT tests. Not gonna lie, they, they put me in the did. fat boy I think program. Everybody did. Yes, I failed I multiples. Me, I think everybody on this panel. <laughs> they, look, <laughs> they put. They put yeah. me in the fat boy program and uh, it was great. And then there was this one time where I did a PT test and a PTL had run in front of me. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Get this done. Woo. Uh, did 11 minute mile and a half and then maxed everything else. And myself and the PTL got taken into the um, first shirts office and read our rights by three first shirts because they're like a guy, your size. I was like 270 pounds. A guy your size can't run that fucking fast. I was like, oh, well, we fucking did it. We did it. What do you want? So dude, then, like we had we had a dude in Mountain Home, Patterson. He had a big motherfucker, and that dude could run. I don't know how. I don't know what physics he defies, but that dude fucking cooks around the track. So he's then, a big dude. I like how this turned into a 60-minute interview with Fab. The the yeah. next day yeah. he's all blacked out so the next day they called uh the next day they got a new ptl to go out and do the fucking test with me again running in front of me again and i did 11 minutes the second day in a row they pulled us in thought you read us our rights basically said we're cheating and then i was like what you the two fuck, in a row man? I've done oh, two in a row. Suck balls, yeah. Two, two in a row. Like so then, seven or ten business days to recover after doing. So that. then I was like, <laughs> so then I was like, okay, cool, okay, cool, yeah, I passed, woo. But then on a Friday, the next Friday, or the third day, 
they did a squadron PT mm-hmm. test all of a sudden. And mm-hmm. I did the same fucking thing with two master sergeants watching me this time. And after that, they left me alone. But it was kind of <laughs> bullshit where they pulled me in two days in a row, read me my rights and told me I was lying. I think the best I did was like 10 or five cocksuckers. That was like when I first came in. After yeah. I had my second, three or four years of my fucking enlistment, I didn't have to do sit-ups or the run. So all I had to do was waist and push-ups. So I just preparation H my fat ass all night long, knock out the fucking push-ups, and get 100% the past. For the last not, like four years, I was I'm like, not going to lie. That trick does work. <laughs> it does work. That helped me get through maps. The shitty thing about being a giant man is like, like I would max out push-ups and max out sit-ups. And like uh, my my very best, I'm gonna say, I, yeah, I think my my very best was like a 9:22 on the mile and a half. And Damn, dude, but, that's fast as fuck. But, my, but it's like it takes one step and it's a fucking mile. Yeah, yeah. But my <laughs> yeah waist, that's I, true. I haven't had a Three three steps steps that waist since I was ten. Like yeah. <laughs> just because my bones are giant. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like they base all that shit on 1942 statistics of how big people should be. And everybody was tiny back then, so which yeah. I'm sure I think it's changed now. I mean, shit, like five years before I came in, they were doing the bicycle test where everybody would just smoke cigarettes and cubicles yeah. and ride bikes. Oh, that, that stopped right before I got test. in. Yeah, I had a. I went to go do one of those, and the guy told me he's like, "You smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah, go smoke like three cigarettes and slam a monster, and then come back." Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? So your resting heart rate is super high, and the dude would talk to me, and then like stop, and then talk to me and stop talk to me and stop and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with this dude and he told me after the fact he's like yeah i was just trying to keep your heart rate kind of in the green zone so i'd talk to you and make you talk so your heart rate went up and then stop so you kind of go back down it's like, it's like stupid as fuck well and it's, and it's opposite now because like i'll go to the va and they'll check my shit and they're like yeah you're like hypertension and i'm like dude i smoked a cigarette and drank it down to rockstar right before i came in here and so then they always make me come back like two days later and they're like oh yeah you're fine <laughs> it's happened like three times now yeah. i always get the opposite because i got good blood pressure so i go in there and they take my blood pressure like 15 times they're like this this is wrong your fat ass has to be diabetic <laughs> we gotta keep doing this <laughs> what do you want i'm 50 vegan huh i'm healthy <laughs> i was like when they schedule you for like if you work mids and like especially if it was like a you know every day was like fuck me fuck me friday at least for mid shift always pulling all the heavy maintenance and then like the next morning you're like oh you got a doctor's appointment at or your pha is at eight o'clock in the morning great so you walk in of course not one single maintainer Those are the best now one single maintainer any of your pants or your blouses are, are clean they're they're dirty as shit mm-hmm. and then you sit there at the med group and they're always like why isn't your uniform clean airman because i fucking work for a living like i'm, yeah. I'm not a fucking noner and sit here all day why, why are y'all greasing your faces dirty i just got off mid-shift dude give me the, leave me the fuck alone just trying to make senior airman motherfucker leave me alone yeah it was the <laughs> same thing like slapped in my face like we i would drink like three we called it bull bull over the mountain where you pull or where you'd uh take the blue mountain dew and then pour red bull into it we i drink like three or four of those a night while i was on mids and then have a pha the next day then they'd be like your blood pressure is high as fuck, dude. Are you? You think you're gonna die right now? Like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'll go to bed. I'm okay. I'll right. be okay. 
I'm like, I'm gonna sleep for a couple hey, hours. Hey, hey, uh, 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 I should buy a boat. <laughs> it's not as bad as going to finance and the dude looking at me like, oh, why is your uniform so dirty? And I was like, I'm a crew chief. He's like, what is that? It's like I fix planes. And he's like, we have planes on the base. What do you mean? We, yeah, what do you mean? Do we have planes well, on the base? Trash haulers aren't that loud, dude. So right where, so on the the um, right where the finance building was, was the, thought it was the airliners <laughs> flying over. <laughs> yeah, they thought it was airliners. <laughs> I thought somebody was vacuuming upstairs. <laughs> so it was a direct route where they did their low level for their combat landing, or their combat turn or whatever for they do the the little airstrip. So like the fobs Ooh. and all that stuff. So like. Every like 30 minutes, that whole building fucking shakes. And you can see the giant fucking shadow. And the guy's like, I didn't know we had planes at this. I didn't know we had a, air, uh, a, a runway here. It's a fucking Air Force base, dude. You joined the Air Force. Hmm. Interesting. And then, uh, it's not as bad as going to the other side, to MPF. And because it's black flag out, they took their 15 minute break because it's oh, black shit. flag out. That's, a, that's funny as fuck. I remember you telling me about that. They I sat literally there, I sat there took, for like, yeah, I sat there for like an hour break and I walked back there. This is like, right as I made staff and I walked back there and I was like, Hey, there's like 30 people out here. Can y'all help me? And the guy's like, airman's like, it's black flag out. We're supposed to take 15 minute breaks. Yeah. I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, bro. Our AC like, won't go down below 68. It's fucking hurting. <laughs> Listen, it's super hot in here. Okay. Oh. I, w- I went and told the mass start and he was like, the fuck they are. I walked down there and he was like, you guys don't follow black flag. Well, it's kind of hot in here. He's like, it's at 70 degrees. It's an air conditioned building. You don't follow. That fucking irritated me. Yeah. Lightning and five was the only time you got kicked off the line. No shit. Even in fucking in Alaska. I don't think we ever got kicked off the line. No, no, no. Lightning with a five. Lightning. Yeah. So, well, we did get a... the best part about Tyndall, like, yeah. like that <laughs> little that little car wash that was between like the, it was kind of between the uh, the Chow Hall and the the boardwalk thing. Yeah, out towards the beat. Yeah, I got stuck there for like an hour and a half one time. Lightning and five, and it was like we weren't like we weren't being pussies about it. We just. Like literally, lightning was striking like all around us, and we we're like, "Oh shit, we better just hang out here." <laughs> but no. I love that shit. Like that was that was the best. I love that. And then in Alaska, like like Blackbeard said, man, like you're supposed to only work for five minutes at a time if it's negative corner. fifteen or more. And uh, you, what are you gonna do in fifteen minutes <laughs> with gloves on, like? <laughs> I can't even I can't change a vibe sensor I can't do shit in 15 minutes like that's stupid they they tried doing that to us uh with the 35s when we went up there for cold weather testing so they had the brilliant idea of it was like negative 75 or negative 80 something and they were like let's just leave these brand new fifth gen fighters outside and see what happens we'll just try to start start the power up or or start the IPP up and oh but you can only be out there for five minutes at a time Dude, it takes me are, it takes me like five minutes to open up the mid panel like like just to get everything <laughs> over there and they're like oh well you gotta swap out no just give me the portable heater i'll stand next to it warm my hand I, i'm from wisconsin i'm from the north this is not i'm fine nope you gotta abide by the rules yeah man you put that heater on your toes of your boots and just uh warm that apu up until it's good to go man that's the only way to do it 
Dude, sure Mikey remembers having to fucking sit there before launches, heating up batteries and fucking APUs so they'd fucking start before we got the heated hangers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At Tyndall on the 15s, when we were on swings recovering jets, it's fucking lightning outside, like yeah. right over us. Like, holy fuck. The jets are coming in. We're like, are they going to call it? Are they going to call it? Are they going to call it? It wasn't until the pilots were out of the seat yeah. and in the bus. <laughs> Heading off to the ECP when they were like, oh, yeah, lightning. Attention all radios on this net. Attention all radios on this net. This is luck with a weather warning. You know what I mean? That kind of bullshit. It was like, we could have gotten hit by lightning for the last fucking 25 minutes. Like, what are you guys doing over here at Tyndall? So it wasn't in Little Rock. What are those flashing lights up there? That's not lightning. Because you know, being down in the south, so it's constant like 100% humidity constantly. So, summertime, either it's like tornadoes or whatever. And even I was in the tornado spouts, I was in the tornado that got hit, that hit Little Rock and fucked it up, fucked a bunch of planes up. And we were in the wash rack, and like it got so dark, you couldn't even see the like the planes down the line. It was so dark out, and Mock didn't call anything. And it's like, hey, you know, we're getting alerts on our phones, like there's a tornado, Mock, uh, you want to update us? And they're like, yeah, we got nothing. All right, yeah, come out of your building. Come out of your building for once and look outside. <laughs> Weather channel, tell me. You can't see the building next to you. Uh, Weather this channel says a, all clear. Sorry. This is a total shift, but you mentioned mock. And mm-hmm. uh <laughs> so there was a dude that we deemed uh suicide Mike. And so oh man. I don't, That's I don't know. I don't know what the the expect are you the what is it what is that what is it called where you know after so many time has passed you're not going to get in trouble but i'm going to say this anyway the uh, uh <laughs> statue of limitations statue yes. of limitations yeah. <laughs> sorry so, we're in mexico no extradition we're good yeah right. this, is so, mexico. Uh, <laughs> this is zoom we're Wait, good. <laughs> hey you remember that meme with the guy that pops up that goes <laughs> that's so what mike bad. looks like is gonna happen he's <laughs> uh this this dude he we called him suicide mike only because and i know it's real fucked up especially now that we're veterans um but at the time it was funny but uh because he was so he would come across the radio and this was on uh on uh mids and he was just so okay you're cleared across <laughs> runway, such and such, yeah. such and such. <laughs> like he was no like enthusiasm Eeyore. whatsoever. He was like yeah, Eeyore on the trying, radio. We're trying to be funny about it, which, by the way, I never got runway clearance. But I, that that's what I said the the thing because everybody <laughs> like all the staffs and all the techs and all the you know all the dudes that were like the 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 expediters and everything they're like well you know how to do it just do it and i'm like okay whatever just fucking do it <laughs> little mike so in the blind like, here we go yeah. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like such and such and truck such and such permission to such you know and so we would uh instead of uniform we would call it unicorn Yep, and he yep, would get so pissed, dude. He would, it's not unicorn, it's fucking uniform. <laughs> Radio discipline. <laughs> oh man, I hope that dude's doing okay. <laughs> we had uh we had this instance of a when I was working at Nellis at uh Thunder with the mayor, 
Uh, I was working EOR and we had an instance of hung rockets or a hung gun. And so we tried to call mock because the pilot didn't call it in. So we were trying to, we we're following the jet behind him and we tried to call mock and we're like, Hey, this is such and such with thunder. We've got a hung rocket. Can you call in a, you know, a ground emergency, send out crews, blah, blah, blah. The dude was like, huh? Yeah, we don't deal with that stuff. And then he just fucking hung up. <laughs> I was like, "What? What the fuck? Oh shit!" Dude, it's not as it's not as bad. So when we were in Bagram, because you know in Bagram, it's not just Americans, right? You get like Australia, Aussies, Brits, all that stuff. And there's one Australians are Aussies, right? Yes. So I never think you said them twice. Oh, good day, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So there was one old dude that was an air traffic controller because all the uh, ATC was all civilian in Bagram, and we used to fuck with them every night on mids because we were either me or another guy would always be doing engine runs and i would come across like with a fucking horrible australian accent like with the first that's like, the first best i love doing that kind of shit like busy radio chatter in a war zone and i'm just like oh ballgram grounds of aircraft 1680 and then he called back he'd be like go ahead he <laughs> knew and i'd just be like yeah we're looking for uh engine run clearance uh delta five and he'd just be like, mm. so you're not Australian? And I was just like, that's an insult, mate. <laughs> just, I'm surprised. Just I'm surprised you didn't do the, yeah, on this is the Luftwaffe, on ground control. <laughs> I always had uh, good, funny accents that I thought was funny when I was EOR. You know, I'd do like, uh, like the Boston one mm. or just some, the bears. Yeah, hey. You know, talk like this. So you be sound like Roger from work? Yeah, I'd be a jackass all the time. <laughs> natural. Wait, who's said, Roger? Who's Roger? Well, you know who Roger is. You know Roger is. Hey, man. Hawaiian shirt, Does Roger. he talk like this? Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, Every, fuck. Hey, Dude, got long hair, always wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He'd be like the shittiest day at work, and he'd be like, Hey, man, how's it going? Are we having donuts this morning? <laughs> Fucking all right. Sounds like the fish from SpongeBob, dude. He's like, no, no, he sounds like he's like a history hippie. He's like, hey, man, my bad. Sounds like a white cheech. He's like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's a super shitty hippie impression. (laughs) Hey, man, you're harsh in my mellow, bro. Oh, Oh, dude, way to call him out. Way to call him out. Keep him on his fucking toes. Yes, definitely. That's definitely a California hippie expression. Uh, (laughs) California born and bred. There's a lot of them out here. (laughs) All right. So, what do you have any uh, uh, stories or you can tell about Blackbeard? Good segue. Shit. Good segue. I like it. Ooh. uh, I don't know. I want to go offline and hear about the strippers and blow. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah me too i kind of too we won't it, record it it's it's not record it's not record i can tell you a couple of stripper stories that 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 aren't illegal um if that would make up for it <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> so uh one time in uh guam blackbeard's, uh, blackbeard's like oh ooh. shit no, this ain't about me no, this was, this was, this was, no, he got there after that. 
but uh that what it's called club usa wasn't that the big one? Oh man well so oh, this actually includes the club USA. so uh so all the all the uppers were like hey we're going to club usa you guys want to go and we're like all right cool and uh we had just got some kind of extra duty pay or something and so me and my buddy had i had just got twenty eight hundred dollars extra and he was a couple ranks below me and he just Hell got like yeah. seventeen hundred bucks extra and we're like fuck yeah What's let's up? go out stripper Friday. time so uh they're like yeah we're going to club usa meet us at club usa and we get to club usa and all the pro super all the expediters all the flight chiefs everybody's there and we're like what this is weird <laughs> So, of course, me and my buddy sit down and uh, we sit right at the stage and uh, all of a sudden there's people come up to me and putting dollars around me. And I was like, what's going on? And my buddy's like, I don't know, dude, but this is scary. I'm going over there with them. And so they had like dollars behind my ears and in my shirt and all over the place. So my buddy leaves and I'm like, fuck it, whatever. I ain't no pussy. So, uh. Send it. Then the lights dim. This chick comes out called the Tasmanian Devil. She dances oh, around real fierce to some white zombie. Comes over. She jumps on top of me. I'm like, hey. I whispered. I was like, hey, if you hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you back. <laughs> so she's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> so she lays me down on the bench, rips my junk out of my pants, is holding my beer bottle and my junk in the same hand, goes down on my beer bottle, then chugs my beer bottle and busts on the stage scoops all the money up and gets back up and i'm like okay that was cool and then she gets a japanese dude up on the stage he had put like a dollar up there so uh she takes him over to the pole bends him over pulls his pants down grabs his beer bottle deep throats it shoves it up his ass and i was Whoa! like <laughs> oh shit dude <laughs> <laughs> all right we're getting the fuck out of here so we go across the street and i don't remember the name of the strip club across the street but it was it ended up being my favorite because we got in there and uh there was no upper echelon um it was super chill it was super calm all the chicks had like one leg one arm scars everywhere yes it, yeah. was, it was the best those are always the good ones <laughs> so we <laughs> shut that peg place. legs the midgets we, and the we peg shut legs. that place down and uh because the strippers that we were talking to were like oh man you got to stay with us for the whole night and so we stayed until like <laughs> three or four or whatever it was then we all piled in it was like me and my buddy um his name is Judy Chop. <laughs> so, don't so be me Judy, Judy Chopping. Chopping. Nobody. Don't don't you should be Judy Chopping. <laughs> Judy like Chop. Seven strippers pile into this like 85 Nova. <laughs> we go to a bar called Porky's and it was it was it was shut down because it was after hours. But if you go in through the back by the dumpsters, there was like two big bouncers. And then it was a strippers only after hours deal. Oh, and so, oh, so we get in there and I'm hanging out. He's hanging out. Everything's cool. After like 30 minutes, some like hundred pound blonde chick choke slams me from the bar. I'm like, what is, what the fuck is, what's going on? What are you doing? She's like, I thought you were cheating on me. I thought you were my boyfriend. And I was like, I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so she buys me a beer. Then I start talking to a chick whose legal name ended up being dragon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck yes. 
Everybody knows so, the red dragon. Dragging these nuts. <laughs> so we ended up, uh, me and Judy chopping dragon, go get in a, a hotel at like 10 in the morning when the after hour shit closed. And, uh, which is an awesome thing because if you get a if you get a hotel at 10 a.m., apparently it's like a twofer because we got to go to sleep, wake up, hang out for the night, and sleep again. But so she starts messing around with me. He's like, hey man, I'm gonna go get you some condoms. I'm like, cool. He leaves, she slaps me in the chest and slaps me in the face and tells me she's a dominatrix. And I was like, uh, I'm not. <laughs> You're not a dominatrix. I'm not a dominatrix. I don't know what is like, I don't know what that is, but I'm no, not, Mikey is is not a dominatrix. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that a beer bottle in your hand? Get that away. So then like three hours later, Judy Chop, he's uh he's he's doing the I don't know if you guys can see me, but he's doing this. Uh-huh. And uh I'm like, what does that mean? And he's like, look, dude, look. And I look and I was like, bro, I thought you said she was fine. She had a giant belly on her. <laughs> and a bigger dick than yours. So she wakes up. She ain't a lady unless she's 280. And she's like, hey, can I have a cigarette? We're like, no, but here's like five bucks. You can go get us a pack. And so she left and we locked the door and we went to sleep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I got a good stripper story too. The uh, Yeah, I got one too. The I just draw a blank. I have one. You want me to go? I'll go. I'll yeah, go real quick. You go. So I got more. Is, <laughs> <laughs> little, little Mikey, take a drink. I got more. I got more. I, we should hear him, dude. We just so just, has. I know what the I know what the title of this fucking episode is going to be, dude. It's yeah. gonna be good. So has anybody been to Luke? Yeah. No, I heard no. Luke was super. It was as super no. awesome as as Shady J. So there's a strip club at Luke called the Shady Titty. Fuck Shady J. And Shady Titty. Yeah, apparently it's right, it's right on the other side of the BX. Like right on the other side of the mm. wall. That must so, be a good place. <clears throat> no. <The> shitty <laughs> so, Sounds quality. So I go like there for Snickies and Mojave. Yeah. I got so a great I, I go there story for about the new J. Ooh, the gold me too. Me the golden <laughs> new J in Tyndall at, at oh, Panama yeah. City. I think oh, everybody yes, has a story about me that. Me too. Nugget. I love it. I've, yes. So okay, this one I've spent uh, my entire life trying to forget about that place. <laughs> I go there for, I go to look for TDY for like two months. And as soon as I get there, one of the other guys in the class is like, Hey, have you ever been in the shitty titty? And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, it's a strip club right outside the base. Like literally on the, like you could, apparently they, they had to put security cameras there and razor wire because airmen were putting ladders behind the BX. And just <laughs> crossing the I wall. need it. Oh shit. <laughs> just like for real. Just like- yeah. Yeah. Trying to so, climb over like they were trying to escape the fucking uh was it was it penalty? No, it no, it was, it was legit. Like they had a the big ladder that like, like a big A-frame and they would just put it over the wall and they would just walk over the wall oh, shit. To, to go to the strip club. But mm. he's like, Yeah, you gotta go there and uh, at least experience it and you gotta see the Garmin five thousand. They they literally called her the Garmin five thousand. Did not know what that meant. <clears throat> so we go there. It was like it was free to get in because you're military. And we sit in the back, and it is not the best establishment. Like the carpet was coming up, you know, like the stage was delaminated. That's how you know it's a good place. 
And then here comes it's like the toy box. Here comes the Garmin or 5000. Was it babes? Ooh, so, babes. <laughs> they, <Yeah. laughs> they, they called her the Garmin 5000 because apparently she had like three kids and mm-hmm. like at like triplets and her stomach looked like a roadmap. And she she would use it to like sling around the the pole and like slide herself down. It was pretty flabby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, well, that's enough for me. And he's like, well, at least you experienced it. But they literally called it the shitty titty. And they have razor wire behind the strip club on the wall because airmen were trying to hop the wall. That's hot. Yep. That's hot. Uh speaking of babes and what was it? Shepherd? Remember Shepherd? Shepherd. Now I got kicked out of I got kicked out of a couple strip clubs. Dragons East, Dragons West. Or was that a club? That was Babes. No, that was Stage West. Dragons West was was the Stage West was the club. Was Stage West the Stage Stage West the Cowboy one? So Babes was Babes was the one way out where it was BYOB. Towards Oklahoma, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we it got like there. Went base turned right, right away. I was, I was on my first marriage at that time, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't visit the strip clubs there. Unfortunately, we we got there to uh, Babes, and people were trying to leave to go back to base because they were like phase, whatever the fuck. And I was like, day phase one, one day one, done. <laughs> yeah, phase one, day one, and I was almost done. So they were like, "Here, hey, dude, we got this." box of beers for like five bucks i was like oh cool you know i'll buy it or whatever uh so i drink in a fuck ton which is normal for me and uh all i have left is my pocket is change uh while i'm at babes you know and so because i'm i'm a cheap bastard when it comes to strippers you know or you know at babes it wasn't the best who in the military is not right yeah at babes it wasn't the best you know like pick so i was like i'm not gonna really gonna pull anything out of the atm plus i'm broke i'm a broke fucking a1c or no i was i was an airman i didn't get a1c until after tech school so all i had was change left in my pocket and so i was throwing the change on stage right and then they kicked me out and i was like it's fucking legal tender it's legal tender so i'm trying to fight the bouncer and my friends are in there like just fucking leave and i'm like fuck you Fuck you! I want to fucking fight for your freedom, bitch. You know, like a normal like. I'm a coochie, goddamn it! Like, fuck you! <laughs> I fuck it's legal tender, you fucking cocksuckers. You don't know me. I'm a crew. Like I'm a crew dog. Without the banana show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, so uh, I remember same. my stripper story. Now it was in fucking New Orleans. Fucking, Ooh. Ooh, we all went one. down. You one. know how in New Orleans is. There's a shit ton of strip clubs all over the place. But uh, me and the group of the guys, we went down there one night, and there was uh, one of the was dudes. That the, who, was that the same week you got beat up? Yes. It was a couple days later. Nice. Yes. I think I was there for like two weeks or something. But yeah, the uh, we go back down there, and I remember there was a bar called World of Beers to the right of this strip club, and the strip club was just like a door, and that was it. And we're all like got in line to go get in. And as we're getting close to the entrance, it's uh, all these big bouncer dudes come out and they start like patting everybody down and like searching everybody. I'm like, eh, I don't know about this. So I just like veer off and go into the world of beers and sit there and fucking drink beer with another buddy. <laughs> and then afterwards, 
they like five ten minutes go by and everybody from the group fucking comes running out of the strip club <laughs> because the one dude he, he couldn't ha- take it anymore it was pretty it was his first tdy so fucking we were getting him wasted and fucking just throwing everything at him so they made him sit down on this chair and this fucking giant black chick starts going after him doing her thing and then all of a sudden she puts down this towel on his lap <laughs> and then all of a sudden she pulls down her pants and starts pissing all over him. oh shit, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. so after that he Jesus. just fucking he lets her finish and then he fucking runs out after <laughs> what a wow gentleman. what a gentleman <laughs> that's hot man i i gotta uh, uh that, that reminded me of uh I've got a New Orleans strip club. I got strip club stories for all around the world, but uh, yes, I was like yes. a concierge. Like, like at, at one point, I remember uh, one of the flight chiefs in Alaska was like, "Don't ask for directions," uh, or well, whatever. Little Mikey, too late because he's gonna use strip clubs and pawn shops to give you the directions. Yes, (laughs) that's how we know you like to have a good time. And left at diamonds, right at roadhouse. But man, we were going from hot training to uh Tyndall or from cold training to Tyndall, and uh. It was me and two other dudes, and we stopped in Jackson, Mississippi for the night. And uh, this was, like, the first and main, like, I've experienced it maybe two other times, but this was, like, the main thing. It was uh, the main time that I've experienced racism as a white person. Like, it it, it was crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, my buddies are like... Hey, let's go to Grandy's and get some dinner. And I was like, dude, we're in Jackson, Mississippi. Let's go to, I don't know, we'll find some place. And at that time, it was Tom Toms. So he looks up restaurants on Tom Toms and it's like Joe's Fish Joint or Jim's Fish, whatever it was. So we go, like, we, we got a hotel and uh, we go to this place. And as we're driving down, there's graffiti on all the houses and there's a, uh, we pass a church that's like got the windows boarded up and we were like, Oh man, this is bad. Shit. And so we get, to, we get to the place and it's got the, the sign was literally, it was really like honestly swinging by like one chain. Oh, shit. And we're like, <laughs> Oh shit. We'll go to a great restaurant. Looks like very so. welcoming. <laughs> Five stars. So, so we turned in the corner and uh, there's a SWAT team with three SWAT trucks and uh well at that time i guess they were but and the whole SWAT team is walking down the street with their shields and uh the biggest blackest dude i've ever met in my life he looked he like i was like looking up to this dude and he's like what's in that man i said it's a bunch of grizzlies from the past 500 miles (laughs) and he was like Oh yeah, and he smelled it, and he's like, "Okay." And he gets us out of the car, and he searches us all, and he's like, "It'd be who of you white boys never to be getting lost in Jackson, Mississippi, ever again?" Damn. And I was like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> we come back in the car, and we went to fucking Grandy's. <laughs> that was 
It was intense. And then we got the Tyndall and we got the great ripe smell of that paper factory as soon as we got there. Oh, and we were like, Jesus. Where what what is Six. going on with this trip? <laughs> Six years of that fucking paper mill I smelled. Six years of that yeah. paper, especially on mids. Yep. It was the worst when like uh right, like four o'clock in the morning, four thirty in the morning, rise of the sun was coming up. You're just like, Okay, cool, this is gonna be I'm getting ready to go home, fucking get jets ready, and then the paper mill smell. It's crazy That's- how far it fucking traveled too. Oh, so like, gross. Yeah. We, and then we driving the... right next to the motherfucker, oh, you yeah. couldn't breathe. Driving mm. right next to it, you would you felt like you wanted to die. Hey, but did you ever get your hair cut by that dude in the little trailer? As soon as you crossed the bridge, there was a dude in like a little travel trailer that was a professional barber, and he was like 90 years old. And he would use like the old school 50s massagers on your head and shit. Mm. Oh, oh, shit. I don't no. remember that guy. No. No. Was, it near oh, that, that, uh, was it near that donut shop? It was uh like right after right after you crossed the bridge back right on the main the gas station and right after the gra- gas station on the right side. Yeah. A gravel like parking something lot. Cuts, something cuts on it. Yeah, yeah. But that no. dude was that was uh, well, it was awesome. He should have done it. He's do you guys remember do you guys remember <laughs> going to the bar where the 98 split? Yeah, the powder keg. The powder keg. Yeah. That fucking place was bomb. Hey, you know the bucket that they would serve the beers in? You know, the beers mm-hmm. and ice, the yeah. bottles? Yeah. I convinced them one night or a couple nights to actually fill the bucket all the way up as a mm-hmm. challenge. I was like, if I could drink this whole thing in the time limit, I'm not going to pay, you know? So, so I got free beer for, it was fun. Good time. The weird thing about Tyndall is like every bar that I went to, um, like there was that MTV place and there was uh, all those different, I don't remember exactly all what they were, but Spinnaker, like, La Vila. Yeah. yeah La Vila down at the beach. Yeah. Um, like all of those. Down beach. And, uh, down by the beach, boy. Was it Miss Newbies? Miss Newbies yeah. was down there. Um, Coyotes. Like Spinnaker, La Vila, Coyote Ugly. Yeah. yeah. All uh, of those no places. Names. Mm-hmm. I got my glasses slapped off my face for one reason or another at one point in time. And the same chick always found my glasses and she would pop up in the middle of the crowd that was fighting and be like, found your glasses. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I already said my name, so I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Okay, <laughs> you know what? There, um, there's this bar down there called No Names. Uh, I'm sure we, yeah. all of us have yeah. been there except for Rhino. Um, the place is fun as fuck. The day was so my squadron closed was closing that day. Plus, it was my birthday, and I was drinking um uh coso and li- soco and lime. Sorry, soco and lime for hours, and just getting fucked up. And these like six or seven pilots walk in, and one of them have the shirt of my squadron that's closing on the first. So I walk over to him. I'm like, hey, bro, what's up, dude? Oh, hey. I was like, hey, were you in the first? He's like, oh, no, you know, I'm just paying homage, blah, blah, blah. But there's like 20 of crew chiefs over there. I was like, well, all of us are in the first, and we want our fucking shirt back. <laughs> and and the look on his face was like, oh, shit. And then they, uh, like a couple staffs came fucking rushing over like, no, no, no. Oh, don't worry about it. And I'm trying to fight like six pilots. Um, 
I don't remember much. I remember them buying us Jeremiah weed shots. Mm. You know what Jeremiah mm. weed is? Have you ever yeah. had that? Yeah, really? Really? Apparently pilots like to drink that a lot. I, I, I don't know. They're fancy. Uh, yes. Very fancy. <laughs> Here you go, you dirty maintainer. Try this. Yes. Uh, and then I tried to fight them again before we left. It was a good time and on my account. On yeah, everybody else's good. Account. Did y'all ever have remember? Did you guys ever have pilots that would like you would see them randomly in bars and would buy you shitty shots and you would try to out shitty the other team kind of deal? Uh no, not really. If we yeah. ever saw any bars or any pilots in bars, probably just be like, and wouldn't even fuck talk to them. Yeah, if we were, if we were really flying with pilots, we'd any. we'd always make them like from the start of the TDY, you'd get them to like convince them to buy you beer the whole time. Oh yeah, in Canada, they bought us a fuck ton of beers in Canada. Or we would do the we do the hubcap game, right? Where you you have the yeah, hubcap roulette. and yep, but. Pilots never figured it out, but crew chief's always the first one out. So if you get out quick enough, you can take the hubcap, at least on the 130, and you just slide it. And you'd be like, oh, shit, Major uh, so-and-so. It's uh, you again. <laughs> they they cut me off when they bought my 15 um, Jaeger bombs. Remember uh, a few episodes ago, I talked about buying uh, 15 Jaeger bombs in one Jager shot. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Gave, gave two Jager of them bombs. to my chief and then drank the other 13. And then they start calling me Frank the Tank for the rest of the fucking TDY. <laughs> yeah, they cut me off after that. They're like, we're not paying for your shit anymore. So good luck, senior airman. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, fucking not Jaeger bomb, but Irish car bombs was a big was thing so for a while. Oh, I mean, the four horsemen. You ever yeah, had that? These, these two uh, two dudes I was living with, my no, roommate. We got fucking shitty, shitty one night at a. Uh, TGF Fridays or Chili's or something. Is that a, was this at Tyndall? Yeah, at Tyndall. Down there, like, kind of T- by the mall. But. TGI Fridays. And uh, <laughs> so we were drinking those all night, and we called our other buddy to come pick us up. And I was like, man, I'm not feeling too good. Fucking, you need to pull over so I can puke. So I get out, I puke. And the other, one of the other guys was like, do you got to puke? Because I don't want you puking in my car. <laughs> so he's like, no, I'm good. Two seconds fucking down the road, he just fucking blah, fucking everywhere. Dude, I yeah. loved, I'm sorry, I love going to fucking TGI Fridays out there at Tindall, out there in yeah. Panama City and drinking a fuck ton of Guinness because they had Guinness on tap. Yeah. And then, and then I would talk like this or I'd talk like Mick Foley and be like, Van Damme in the river. That yeah. kind of shit, like loud as fuck in the bar and like, a picture mayor sent it kind of it kind of kind of ties you know man, <laughs> man i had so much fun out i can there. see the I resemblance delinquent dude <laughs> it was so much fun uh there was this one night where we went to uh applebee's maybe it was applebee's, applebee's actually i had I gone to. to an applebee's and i had never had um uh long island iced teas before mm. i didn't know what the fuck was in it uh and they had the buy one get one free so yeah. i was like fuck yeah let's go I just want to point out like how like we all claim to be crew chiefs and the three of us are just like talking normal and little Mikey's just pounding four locos. Hell yeah. <laughs> just pounding <laughs> all of us are just like, man, we keep looking at our watches like, man, it's almost our bedtime. No, like, I, little Mikey's just over there. Phase one, day one. Just... I got, I got some beverage. Hey, you know what? You fucking work hard, play hard, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
That's uh, that's what you that's what you people brought me into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is your fault. So hell well, yeah. Well, I don't, I know we're up telling stories, but uh just a I don't know a little Mikey, so like what do you do now? Like what do you since being yeah. out like um so I've I've owned uh several businesses. I've owned three different businesses and uh um now I'm uh at the moment, obviously for tonight. Uh I got somebody watching my kid, but I'm a, a stay-at-home dad, and uh, I'm on a walker most of the time, and uh, live off my disability because uh, I'm pretty fucked up. <laughs> Goddamn Air Force! Nice. Yeah. Were you only on 15s or, or Raptors? He was well, a Raptor guy. Just Raptor. Yeah. yeah well, what did you do I on Avions? I, uh... I, I was 15s first, and then I was. Uh, and then I was 22s. Um, I was 22s most of my career. Fuck well, split um, tail. Oh yeah, if you if you're not split tail, then you're a faggot. <laughs> I like that one better. I like that one better. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> well, yeah, I like that one better. Hell yeah, dude. And we just got canceled. Yeah. I mean, long our guys enough. would disagree, dude. I asked you if there was FCP rules, man. Oh no. Nah, <laughs> fuck that shit. We don't. We don't. We don't abide by that shit. And we're demonetized. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Uh, no. I. I, I stay at home. Uh, Actually, it'll probably boost our ratings because of how the world is these yeah. days. Where did Mike go? Oh, Where the fuck did that fan go? Uh, yeah, was I was just wondering about the guy in the dark car. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he texted. He's in there beating it, dude. He's like, <laughs> I've had enough, dude. I just can't. I can't help with all these stripper I really stories. Miss me our crew chiefs. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those strippers. <laughs> uh, it was like that one fucking movie where the, all the dads go to hide from their kids in the car or the van to go beat off. Oh, was it a, a hall pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, co- the cops, the cops catch him. They're like, he's like jerking it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Maybe that's what happened. The cops came and arrested. <laughs> best best podcast ever. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, uh, shit. I remember <clears throat> what I was going to say. Now it's going to be inspirational. You guys were going to be like, oh man. It It'll come to goes. you. It'll come to you. I'm sure. That's why I had to write shit. One down more for for loco. It'll come. <laughs> no, um, definitely uh, uh, glad at least having you on because this is what this podcast is for: is old crew chiefs like you, people that we know, breaking them out of our shell. There's no podcast like it. I know Red Red and I talked about this for God, what was it like five five months, five six months, like just talking about how we would start this and like what we would talk oh, wow. about. And yeah, it was it was a good hot minute until we no, started I- doing it. Yeah, no, I I really appreciate it. it's uh it's honestly it's uh not to be gay or anything, but uh well I know you can't say that these days. <laughs> One twenty three, dude. Nobody judges anymore. We all got yeah. Bud Light in our house. We're good. <laughs> we yeah. all got Bud Light. <laughs> but uh, no, man. Like I don't I don't really go to places anymore. Um, I don't uh, I don't do a lot of shit, and uh, I don't talk to a lot of people, and. Uh, talking to Blackbeard lately and, and seeing these podcasts like that shit the camaraderie of it is what i miss the most and yeah, definitely uh, and 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 you don't get these stories anymore because not like you know i don't have the opportunity now like like right now like tonight i got a babysitter so i can i can throw down a four loco <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um, that's a that's a real rarity for me and uh 
and being able to talk to you guys and share these stories and stuff that's that's uh that really gets it it really hits me hard it's really awesome uh so i really appreciate it and i really really appreciate you guys having me on Fuck yeah, no that's problem, what this is man. Look, man. Yeah, this yeah. this is one of the reasons why like I always wanted to do it just because like I know that when I got out uh a while ago, that's the one thing that I miss. I miss the people mm-hmm. and I miss the the like the camaraderie with the people. And even though you end up working with a lot of military people, like a lot of prior military individuals, you never ever end up uh getting in the same, you know, thing that where you were. Maybe with a couple of them because maybe you worked with them before or whatever, right? Or you can become best friends right away because of like mops, mop tip touching. Yep. You know, because you're tip. janitors. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, not it, only. It's I harder want, for us as crew chief, Air, Air Force crew chiefs because want, like Marine Corps guys, you know, Navy guys, like it doesn't really like match, right? But like Air Force crew chiefs, like. I don't know. To me, like there's a special type of camaraderie there. Like it doesn't matter like what airframe you worked on. Like we are all born and bred the same way. Right. Like we and all have the same background and it's easier for us to. Re- and times have changed Look. so much. <laughs> Look at time. Times have changed so much to where, you know, the older, the older guys yeah, before us were gap. working, we're working fucking 16, 20 hours mm-hmm. where we were working a little bit less, like 14, 12s, right? 14, 12 hour days. Now the guys are only working like what eight, if that eight hour, eight to eight ten to hour long days day with for them, command. Yeah. What? With, <laughs> <laughs> they have to have oh, command. Dude, yeah. Yeah. They have to have command approval to go over ten hours. Yep. That type of shit. So you're not getting the same things. You're not. You. Yeah. We can't. We can't do those type of things where we could fuck <clears> with somebody before they left for PCS. We could tape somebody up just because they're a new guy. You know what I mean? And that. And we've been following on, obviously, probably a tradition. We don't know. I, I wish we can get some older guys in here besides, you know, the other two guys that were in in the 1900s. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like maybe some other guys who were in mm-hmm. and like who were crew chiefs back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know what their experience is, it, it experience is as well, which is one of the reasons why I, you know, thought about starting this and went to Rhino with it. Yeah, no, for real, because that's a, I mean, I don't know if people understand it or not, but that's a legacy. That's, that's something yeah. that, um, like, uh, like, again, not to be gay about it, but. No, I mean, dude, you're a, not being gay about this. Like, hey, we're crew dogs. It's right? a, like, it's definitely an unspoken crowd. brotherhood for sure. Like I'm a, I'm a, an Eagle keeper and a Raptor keeper my whole life for the rest of my life. And that's something that's, that's really, right. really fucking cool. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get to say that. Like a lot of people, I don't shit. I don't know very many people at all other than the dudes, obviously, that I served with. Like, how many people get to say they put their name on the side of a $130 million jet? That's like, that, yeah. like that's badass. That's how I got Plus, tricked into enlisting. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, knowing the shit that I did while I was in, like, I, I made a difference, man. Like, and that's the For thing sure. that you don't want to forget, too, is because, is you know, like, uh, Oh, we've lost a lot of guys um, to themselves in the past yeah. several years. I, I know you guys have too. Um, mm-hmm. I've lost about nine in about three years, unfortunately. I've lost and, about six, uh, six of them. And uh, that's no, it's a it's a proud heritage. It's a it's a it's a badass thing to do what we did and to to know that we made that much of a difference. And so 
like that's another reason that I love y'all show is is because like this is cool as hell, man. Like we we actually get to talk about shit and I don't know. Like I don't shit. I don't it's, know. It's like the <laughs> shit we it's like the shit we talked about in the smoke pit or the fucking truck yeah. or yeah. any anywhere yeah. on the flight line. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Anywhere where we had a second, you know, that this is you're covered in grease, you know, like antiseas, you're wiping your face fucking Pulling yeah. up a brake stack or something, and you're just talking you're about throwing the trash out of the back of the fucking trash hauler, like you're, that kind of your stuff. Your tongue's you know? fucking numb. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. Well, yeah. Okay, so like going along with what Mikey said, like I, I get like the fighters, like crew chief stories and all that stuff, but like on, on my side, it's hard to explain to fighter guys like some of the missions we did, right? So like in Afghanistan, like the C-130 becomes a whole like trauma hospital. Yeah, like in the AOR. That. Yeah, that's big time. So yeah. like my first experience of that was they came back from a mission and the, the whole floor is covered in blood and like gauze pads. And you know, you're 20 years old and they're like, all right, you gotta get the fuselage jacks, jack the nose up, put the ramp down, and you gotta pressure wash and mop the Spray whole plane out. out. Back. Oh fuck. Yeah. So hey, it's hey, suck <laughs> it up, you're just air force. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> they're like, hey, suck it up, you're just air force. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. you're just air force, bro. <laughs> You ain't got to worry about, talk it, about that's, you know, that's how they try to play it off. I mean, it's not that's not how it is, man. You or, have fucking you know, you, great uh, dining facilities, bro. Suck it up. Gosh. Or you uh <laughs> you, you you catch the plane and the ramp comes down and all the medics look at the two, you know, dumb senior airmen crew chiefs and they're like, here, grab the edge of the litter, help us carry them into the hot, you know, the ambulance. And you're like, I'm not qualified for this shit. And then you look at them and you're like, How is that person alive? Yeah. Like, and you get to see like the the horrible part of like why war is like such a horrible thing. And you have to experience it at a young age and like, but talking to people like this and getting to like express that and like talk to you guys, like that's, that's what this is for is to let us just talk about it and not hurt us, but be able to express it. That's what, Hell yeah, we need to get more of your trash hauler bros on dude. Cause like, right, right now we're like fighter dominant, which is cool. <laughs> I love being a fighter guy, fighter dominant, but you need to get some more trash hauler guys on, you know what I mean? I've got, no, like, I've got, I got a lot of good stories from, because, like, I, you know, I transitioned to the fighter world. So, like, you know, like uh, having your name on a <laughs> multi-million dollar fighter, you know, as, as soon as I got to Edwards, they were, they already had my name tape made. And they are like, yeah. all right, go, go put it on your aircraft. I was like, dude, I, I haven't even, like, been in, introduced to the F-35, let alone, like, stood next to one. And you already tell me to put my name on it. Like, fuck, yeah, that's my jet. Like, and you Super talk smooth. about the stories of, like, everything that we did and. My mine was the only A model that piss. actually did cold weather testing and did the alert times for Ielson to even stand up. Like I did all that testing. Like I did that shit. That was yeah. my jet. So yeah, man, man that's, <clears throat> and that's the cool thing is nobody can take that shit away from you. Like nope. You know, like I've got like thirty-two combat alert launches. I've you know I've got I've got I've launched thirty-seven thousand pounds of JDMs that will never come back. Um, mm-hmm. I've got just all the shit that it, it, I don't know, man, it, it messes with you, but at the same time, it's really cool. And it makes you know that you made a difference and you did your job and it's, it's, and that's what it's all about. Um, but at the same time, teamwork, man, cause that shit wouldn't happen without avionics or without weapons or without, you know, those, uh, uh fucking 
instructors that later became tool guys. Give me shit because he have a uh, your toolbox is dirty. Tool issuing technicians. <laughs> oh yeah, technical <laughs> names. Uh, but, yeah, 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 that's man. yeah. And it's it's hard to just say like, like talk to people about that and explain that like they don't they don't get it they don't understand. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's really good for like, people. Like hey, these guys are. And and I didn't I didn't realize you were heavies, dude. Um, so that's awesome. That's badass. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, I thought you were a fighter guy too. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. So uh, that's I was awesome. fighters the last three years. Uh, I was out here on the operational test. Correct, Charlie. Um, because like we like when I was a uh, TA in crash recovery in in uh, the Azores, you know, we would pick up everybody from NATO. And so the dudes would be like the the Egyptians would come in and be like, "Oh, where's the rubbish truck?" And the first time, and I was like, "What the fuck are you? What is he saying? Like, what? He's asking for the trash truck." I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay. Where's the rubbish truck?" You know, and uh, <laughs> is that C130 over there? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, "What? What is happening? What is going on right now?" Listen, we're and, waiting for the C1 fat ass to roll in. That's why. That's what... <laughs> But you know what? When we get those ones, C one thirties that I forget what they're called, but they had the gun, the, the guns AC on them. Yeah, the AC mm-hmm. Ghost oh, Riders. Bad yep. motherfuckers. Those yeah, guys. those are bad. Gangster, dude. Those things Ooh. would roll in, and everybody would be like, "Oh my god, that's Ooh. like everybody's creaming their pants because that thing yeah. is just gangster." <laughs> like, how many boners did you count in one day? <laughs> Yes, a lot like a lot of boners <laughs> all of them so oh, like, oh, i yeah, counted all, all of them at azores <laughs> so like those those are some of the cool ones to see but like the ones like some of us saw in like bagram it was like middle of the night and you see a completely black colored c-130 like no mm-hmm. lights no markings it's just painted black i don't even know who owns it and then they just pull down they, they had the ramp drops to like aog land- bro I think somebody's knocking at your door there right now. No, it's a CIA. You're fucked. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so like like two Land Rovers drive out, and then that ramp comes up, and they just take off. Gone. OGA, dude. OGA owns them. Yeah, it's like when the uh, the Spanish. So some diver found some gold or some shit that belonged to the Spanish off the coast of Florida, and. And this was like, I want to say 2012-ish, 2011-ish. And so they... Uh, I think I've... I, I, get, I apologize for interrupting. I think I watched something on this where the dude, it was like off the coast of Florida. It was like a Spanish wreck um, that got wrecked in like a storm. And they've been hunting for this fucking treasure for a long time, right? Right. So ended up it belonged to spain so the spanish came and they showed up with 130s and uh i caught them and uh it's dudes with fucking m16s and shit (laughs) and i'm trying to walk out to the jet and be like hey you need a fucking rubbish truck (laughs) like i'm just trying to do my job and they're like, "Oh, you halt, halt, halt!" And I was like, "What? What? 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 Wait! What? Wait a minute!" Like, and that was a weird. That was a weird thing too, because when you're on different countries' bases, because you know, 
the Azor doesn't belong to us. We just kind of rented it. Right, it's in and Spain so, or near Spain, right? Or like it's 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 uh, it's on Portuguese islands about uh, nine hundred miles. Okay, off, Portugal. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's about nine hundred miles off the coast. So when you're on these different islands, you still have that aspect of I'm an American and I'm an mm-hmm. American soldier. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I'm doing my job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and so these guys. They're like, halt, stop, what, are, you know, and I'm going out there and all I got's a fucking whistle. <laughs> <laughs> and, Don't make me blow this. I got a whistle and they're making me wear a fucking cover on the flight line. A and rape I'm like, whistle? What the fuck? <laughs> I got a, a whistle and a fucking reflective belt listen <laughs> so, reflective belt save lives okay yes. they're fucking bulletproof <laughs> everybody knows it. all right so you know, we we argue that for the longest time in, in afghanistan like can we do we not wear reflective belts yeah. on the flight line because nobody lives. else has electricity mm-hmm. except us and all the lights are shining on us so far yeah. away we're just little targets <laughs> like false they save lives yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I get out there and the dude argues with me and then he finally realizes that I'm cool. And I'm like, how do you not? I got air force and shit written on my shirt. Hey man, I know strippers, <laughs> man. How many strippers I know? What's up? So finally, uh, yeah, we, we ended up, uh, none of our team got to get within like a hundred feet of that, that plane. And they did their own shit, uh, with that gold on it. And then they, you remember uh, what the, the only... ship was called that they got the gold from? No, I don't. Uh, the Nina de Pinta was, and the Santa Maria. It, it was a big deal because it was it was like millions of dollars worth of gold, and yeah. And then they acted all crazy. They didn't act like regular people whenever they got there. Gold makes people act crazy. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Have you ever and seen the... Gold Rush? Have you ever seen Gold Rush? Yeah. They, they're fucking crazy dude but, yeah. but at the same time the egyptians were freaking out because their money was going down the drain and uh so every time the egyptians would land they would give it like i got like three gold keychains that are solid 24 karat gold because they'd be like oh thank you so much thank you so much here's a gift and i'm like i'm not supposed to take a gift and they're like oh yeah take it <laughs> hey, take it you motherfucker so the Egyptians were trying to be really cool and the Spanish were really freaked out. Dang. Hey, so Mikey, uh, what, you know, I was thinking since you're on here, do you want to, you want to give us a title for the, the episode? Cause we usually, we usually like kind of juggle it, try and try and juggle it between ourselves. Like right before we put it out, yeah, uh, the last you, minute you want since you're posts. on here, you want to help us out with a title? And Fuck, I don't know, man. Strippers and blow. That, that, I was leaning towards strippers and blow too. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Grab my pencil here. No, well, I, I, again, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, like I said, it's, this has really helped me out. I've honestly, uh, mentally, been having a tough week, and this really, I didn't, I didn't honestly want to be on. Uh, I did, but I was I was scared and nervous, and uh, it's really been awesome talking to you guys, dude. Anytime, like, so anytime, hit us up, dude. 
Uh, yeah, for know, sure. If if you if you want to do another podcast with us or whatever, hit us up. Uh, yeah, any, anytime, it, anytime you got those mm-hmm. those fucking bunched up feelings, bro. <clears throat> I know you know you know we're crew chief men, blah blah blah. Whatever, dude. Who gives a fuck? Hit us yeah. up. We're all we're all on the same. We're all on but, the same. Uh, Blackbeard, if uh, shoot him a text with all of our numbers. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you know, feel, feel free, you dude. Know Mikey, I'm always there for you. I love you, brother. Oh, for sure, man. Dude, That's, we uh, could even pisses me off. Still we pisses even... me off that that the, the Blackbeard is a year younger than me, and this is black. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't gotten Chrome yet. Yep. Uh, you know what? We don't. We can even do like a podcast like this, and we don't have to record it. You could just jump on and fucking shoot the shit with us for an hour or two. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't can talk about to, we don't we have talk. to press record. We can we talk about our real jobs. Like we can talk about real jobs. We can talk about people eating subway in the bathroom and that kind of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, God, like, he still does that. Is he still there? I haven't yeah, I haven't he's still there. I mean, yeah. he's going to listen to this one. Every, day and fucking every, I kind of feel you. bad about talking about it because he's going to be like, those are the guys. And <laughs> I don't Justin's at all. going to be like, ah! <laughs> you Wait, know no, what? I, Justin listens. I would, this. I would totally be down to fucking eat a subway sandwich. In the room. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you when you go in there to clean it and you're like this fucking guy. Like, no, Especially when you go in like there, a tr- like a truck stop or something, that'd be badass. Like, when you go in there to take a piss and you hear a subway wrapper or see it on the floor, you're kind of look, you look at yourself the first time you see it. Cause I remember yeah. going from F16s to uh, being a janitor where I'm at now. Uh, I was like, why is there a subway wrapper on the floor with the stall closed and locked? Like, what the fuck? Is this like a thing? Is this like a thing that they do down here? I was like, I need to go back to FMS, bro, because this is fucked up kind of shit. You know what I mean? I gotta say that that fucking flight line chow hall that you guys had at Tyndall. The Q, bro. Yep. Yes, the Q. Everybody loves the Q, dude. Yep. That was the most gangster <laughs> shit. That was better than canned horror that, that was better than, that was the best <laughs> remember the flight kitchen they tried to open up next to the 90th there fucking were you there or did you leave already no, by the time i i must have left yeah i remember the first day it opened fucking we ended up ended up getting named fucking big worms <laughs> because uh eddie fucking got a salad out of there and it had worms in it so uh, after no. that forever it was called big worms <laughs> i've only i've only gone to one Ooh. rival like chow hall and that was in kuwait and mm-hmm. ali Salim. that shit was fucking bomb bro it was like i mean until the italians walked up and were like touching the food over the sneeze guard they're like yeah and then like touching the food so then they had to take the whole shit back you know what i mean like yeah. Oh, other than that, other than that, Ali Osalim was fucking rad when it came to chow halls, dude. Don't mm-hmm. ever, don't ever eat the curry in Afghanistan from the locals, because there was one little shop like where 
they weren't beats by Dre. It was like beats by Day Day, you know. The, the <laughs> <laughs> but but there's a little shop beats next by to Ahmed. it. <laughs> yeah, there's a little shop next to it where he would make like chicken curry or something or whatever it was. I'm pretty sure it was like the rats or something from the fly line because it tasted good, but everybody was like full, like that 15 mile an hour flight line speed limit did not apply. Like it, <laughs> it was only a, a short drive back to the, to the AMU and you're just hauling ass down the fucking I can't believe line. I had rat today. <laughs> so, so at Tyndall, we're on T. This is like my second or third TDY Tyndall. And then we're sitting at the chow hall and uh, I'm like, Man, these pickles are fucking amazing because I hate McDonald's pickles. I, I want real pickles. Like, McDonald's pickles are bullshit. And I was like, these pickles are fucking amazing. And my my supervisor goes, are you serious? I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, have you tasted the pickles? He's like, man, I grew up on a pickle farm, and my dad made these pickles. He has the contract with all the United States Air Force Base <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So my supervisor was, he was like, Are you bullshitting me? I was like, No, dude, I fucking love these pickles. Hell yeah, dude. You got the hookup. Yeah. Did you talk to him? Do you know pickles him now? Life. Are you like, hey man? Uh, yeah, I still know him now. Hey man, now, now I, will, I will say, has any of your guys' squadron snack bar ever had a contract to get tornadoes? No. No, that only the Q only so only at- the Q had tornadoes. Uh the only other snack bar that was like really, really good is Viper's snack bar at Nellis. So at at, at at the Rock, we had our our snack bar. It was run by this big fat dude. Have you seen how big your airplanes are? Of yeah. course they brought fucking everything in the back of those to put in the fucking <laughs> snack bars. So ours was only the only one open 24-7. So every other snack bar is only open on day shift. Ours was open all the time. Mid shift swings. Yeah, they had a bunch of cameras. They actually caught one of the airmen stealing like twenty dollars bills out of the system. No, 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 no. We never had had cameras. We had we had a lot of bad like a fuck ups, and they would they would come into work and work the snack bar. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, but we had tornadoes. We had hot dogs. We had brats. We had. We made so much money that Afies was knocking on our door because they wanted their cut. Yeah, they'll we, come after you, man. So <laughs> oh, yeah. like, so hey, he had to he had hey, to donate. We like, hear no, you selling hot dogs without giving us a cut, huh? No joke. So to get around it, he would donate like three thousand dollars a week to the squadron booster club. <laughs> so technically, only made like five hundred bucks for the week. Yo, but in reality, to the Afies Mafia. Hey, he check ma- this out. Speaking of stuff to sell to Afies, okay, I, ha- I have. Maybe something we can invest in, all of us, all four of us right now. Uh, it's an energy drink. It's called Code One Energy because you'll never crash on this shit, right? And we sell it <laughs> to Afies. And we have fucking different, like, you have, like, Strike Eagle Strawberry. And you have, like, um, you know, the trash- Hog Grape. like Trash Holler Coffee. <laughs> tra- trash Holler Coffee. <laughs> You know what I mean? But code one energy, dude. You'll never crash mm-hmm. on this shit. That's awesome, a good right? Idea. Yeah. It's dude, perfect. Somebody's going to steal it, and they're oh, going to get rich sh- off AFIs, and we aren't. You got to cut that out. Investors, possibly you. It's already patented. I have one, <laughs> one, one more quick story. Hell yeah. Send it. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, they used to have wing nights in Guam at the Airmen's Club. And uh, I think they were on, th- well, it was on Thursdays. And uh, they made a mistake and they did uh, 50 cent wings um, and 50 cent pitchers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, everybody went. It was. Oh, fucking was, crew chiefs! Jesus! No, it was it was horrible. The whole, it was the whole <laughs> fucking squad melee, it, bro. It was it was crew chiefs. Specs, one night only. Uh, <laughs> it was only one night. One night Everybody, stand. Well, yeah. well. So when we first went to when we first went there, like the place was a wreck, and they gave us the shittiest dorms, and we had to paint shit, and we had to fix everything up, and they had to fix the air conditioners to give us. Uh, dorms that were um whatever that's called we're not supposed to live in them anymore and shit condemned. And to, yeah condemned dorms and we, they had to fix them all up and we had to fix all our shit up but it was the first time that the raptors were doing some main shit and so uh anyway they had these wing night thursdays and uh 50 cent wings and 50 cent pitchers for the first like two and then they changed the pitcher prices because <laughs> they realized that they fucked up but um so everybody goes to wing night um me in particular got into a fight with one of my best friends he's uh dinged his head off of some stuff he tackled me like a spider monkey a particular staff sergeant took me back to my room. The SPs followed the trail of blood after <laughs> back to the room. <laughs> oh shit! They're like, they're like uh, so we heard a giant guy did this, and uh, he's like, "Nope, I'm a supervisor, and that didn't happen. He's asleep, and I'm watching him because he was drunk." And they're like, "Okay, we'll take your word." Thank God. (laughs) But then the next morning was Friday. And uh, so we're doing a FOD walk. And everybody does their FOD walk. And we get all the way from one end all the way back to the age line. And there's like 25 people throwing up. (laughs) Hell yeah. General from a, a general, I think, and it might have been an admiral from another base. We're riding with Chief in the golf cart and shows up as we're throwing up. <laughs> oh, shit. And so she just turns the shit around and takes off. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> and so at the end of the day, Chief comes back in. And he's like, All right, boys. Because our chief was a crew chief too, and so you know he was a little bit cooler with us than everybody else. He's like, I don't know, I don't know what happened, and I don't want to know what happened, but uh, don't ever let that happen again. Like that was that was terrible, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey, like speaking of Fodwalk, okay, so we know everybody on Fodwalk likes to talk about different bullshit, right? Oh, yeah. You have 20 or 20 more than 20 different conversations going about going around about fucked up shit on FUD Depends walk, on where right? you're at, what FUD walk you're Depends, going to. Right. <laughs> uh, what I would like to start on keys to the jet 
is a segment called Fodwalk Diaries Ooh. where someone hopefully sends in something that like something fucked up that you would talk about on Keys to the Jet or uh, I'm sorry, something that you would talk about on Fodwalk and we put it in the segment of Fodwalk Diaries just yeah. because I remember yeah, talking down. about fucked up shit on Fodwalk like dirt, duck Bill Dirty Sanchez's you know, is like one thing that we talked about on Fodwalk that I could remember out of the many Fodwalks that we did. But you, you, you get my drift. It, like, Between the four of us, I think we've done thousands of Fodwalks. Right. We should do a, <laughs> I think we should start a segment called Fodwalk Diaries and have somebody send in or because uh, we haven't gotten any engagement yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I'm asking is the listeners, come on, engage. Help us out. Yeah. Let's fucking do this podcast together. <clears throat> send us in some segments. Send us in some shit. Uh, we're not going to use your names. Nothing like that. So you're not going to get in trouble. Let's just fucking do it. This podcast is not only for us, but it is for you as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it helps out a lot of people who haven't had this type of camaraderie for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's all. I, I agree. That's all I agree with that one hundred and thousand percent um i kind of wonder if it should be uh the back of the truck diaries oh that'd be a good we need one to have too. a yeah, we need to have a segment about that because that'd be well, a good one too we probably couldn't record <laughs> we probably couldn't record half of it <laughs> <laughs> i've heard some shit in the back of the truck that i like like i won't tell my wife like yeah <laughs> yeah no you're right yeah you're completely correct like, like i'm never gonna tell anybody ever the shit that happened in the back of the truck um, i put 100%. i put i put an expediter truck picture up on facebook the other day along with our links and all that shit and there were guys who were like i'm not saying anything about that motherfucking <laughs> truck and i was like come on dude why the fuck not like you know, I just want to remind people that this it's kind is of also, a, it's kind of a sore topic. I just <laughs> want to remind everybody that this is also for you. Like, make this like yeah. we're doing it right as maintainers, but make this your podcast. Yeah, you know, and definitely we can do it all anonymous too. So uh, make it yes. yours. Yeah, yeah. Make it you know as a maintain maintainer nation. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to use their name or like if you use you know, your professional call sign or nickname from the air force i mean like like pants well, we ruined his his life <laughs> from, from that story <laughs> so, but, but well, make it and, and like i said like like this this helps me out a lot man that that you guys are talking to me tonight like this this has really helped me a lot um fuck yeah man but as far as with uh like the back of the truck stuff like i'll tell you every fucking back of the truck story but we have to edit it Highly, <laughs> of, course. of course, I'll take notes. I'll take notes the whole time, dude. I'll take notes the whole time. But like, like I said, I want you guys, all you listeners, to make this your podcast. I think, I think this would be a great episode too because you get a little Mikey in here, like somebody, like because there's a lot of crew chiefs that listen to this, and this is coming from a real crew chief who just happened to be listening to this. And like, do this, this, this helps me a lot. Like to talk yeah. about this, like. Hopefully that'll encourage people to like send in stories and open up and talk about stuff because th- that's what this is for. Like we didn't think this would get this big, but we're getting big pretty fast, pretty crazy. Yeah, there's and, and you know it's not like it's not like we're talking about shit that 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 I don't want to talk about and things like that because there's a lot of things that I don't want to talk about. But 
but being being able to to like I said, you know, I don't know. This is just I don't know. Repeat of the record, I guess. But uh, you know, just just being able to talk to you guys and and talk to some guys, um, same mindset and everything like that. Like it's like like mentally, I feel a whole lot fucking better than I did two hours ago. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Let, hey, so let me. Okay, when you were in tech school, I would just want to ask. Cause I know MTLs are fucking douchebags. Like you being a bigger guy than most people. Like <laughs> how was your experience in, in yeah. fucking tech school? <laughs> did you, to everybody else? Did you, or did you not do the shepherd shuffle? <laughs> Wait. So, uh, there was a, there was a couple of, uh, MTIs who would stand on chairs to yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So hold on really quick, really quick. Uh, what year did you go in Mikey? Uh, 2007. And what year did you go in, uh, Jay? Me? Yeah. Three. Okay. Do you guys remember Boots Cost Money? Boots Cost Money. Oh, yeah. When you're, yeah, when you're fucking vaguely. doing the march, when you're doing the march and they say Boots Cost Money and you had to drag your, and you drug your shit. Oh, no, we didn't do that. No, no, we weren't, we tech school? We weren't that dumb. School? God damn it. I think you're. I thought you were just no, talking I about had... cheap fucking squadrons. No, because I went in. I was there in 05. Are you talking about the so... Bud Light Squadron? No. Okay. So there was this guy. <laughs> no. So there was this guy that like uh, apparently drug his, uh, like drug one of his feet maybe or something. But all the time we drag our boots and say boots cost money. Boots cost money. I I don't remember. I was in tech school, dude. It wasn't that fun. I'm sorry, Mikey. Go ahead. Tell me your experience. I want to hear it. I'm going to cut all that bullshit out. I don't, I don't, well, I don't remember what we were talking about. I asked you about your experience <laughs> in tech school because uh, you were a larger man than most. And if those assholes were assholes to you. Oh, well, give me give me 30 seconds. I'm going to pee real quick. Three zero seconds. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you guys, this has been a great episode so far. Yeah, yeah, that's been a great, real good one. It's been a really good one, actually. I I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. Yeah, because nobody said anything. You well, know, I mean, we I didn't have I, a structure from anybody. I, I expected the same from Fab as always, but you know, damn you, Fab! <laughs> I thought you said you were getting off at nine. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get off because we ordered pizza at like seven thirty. <laughs> Yo, let me get some pizza, dude. I want some. <laughs> I want some. Uh. Dang, but I, okay. I'll wait till Mikey comes back on, and if you guys want to keep talking, I'll just. Well, you gotta announce. do your veteran. Oh, service. I'm back. You can't quit you on me do, now, man. You gotta do your veteran thing too, as well. So once Mikey's done, do your veteran thing, and then we can. Yeah, so, so uh, in basic, I had a, um, I had like multiple TIs, because one of them was in training, and one of them was a red stripe who had gotten trouble for fucking a chick that was in basic and so he had lost his stripe and so i had that guy also and then i also had a guy from vietnam who was a guard guy oh boy <laughs> and so 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 basic was really show me your war face basic was strange for me so like i was the uh what do they call that the pod captain or the uh, dorm chief i was the dorm yeah. chief because <laughs> i was older than everybody else and then like two days before we graduated 
the the middle kind of TI, um, he had left for a meeting or some shit, <laughs> and they left us outside. And so we waited there like an hour, and then finally everybody's like, fucking go get somebody. So I went to the snake pit and did all my facing movements right. And this, I, I got up there, and this lady lady was like, hey, you fucked up a whole bunch. And I don't remember what she said I did wrong. And I was like, no, 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 I, I, I didn't. <laughs> like, I, I know I didn't. And the Vietnam guy was there sitting next to her. And so he took me outside and uh, he made me do leg lifts and then he made me do uh, sit-ups and then he made me do push-ups and I did uh, 302 consecutive push-ups. And finally he said, God. he said, all right, I'm going to let you go, but you're not a dorm chief anymore. So give me that badge. Did you say like, 300, right. 302? Yeah. And so I did 302 consecutive push-ups, and I was like, all right, fine. And so I gave him my badge, and uh, then we graduated, and then we went on, and Shepard was regular and normal. And then when we got to Tyndall, uh, both of our dudes, our cadre guys, were like, uh, it's hot here. sure is hot here. You guys know where else it's hot? Iraq. You ever been to Iraq? No, you haven't. We have. We've both been blown up. <laughs> and they said that every fucking day. And uh, so I, one of them I actually still talk to. Um, talked to him a couple weeks ago, and he's he's doing really well. He's a, a chief now. And uh, But uh, those guys, they were real hard asses. Both of them were trans. And uh, not like the Bud Light shit, but like the... <laughs> I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> and uh, Speaking and of Bud were, Light. <laughs> they were really, really cool guys. And uh, uh, the one that I still talk to, he's got he's, he's a full metal leg on his left side. And uh, he's a senior or a chief now. And, uh, and he's doing awesome. But he challenged us to a race one day. And everybody was like, oh, pick little Mikey, pick this guy, pick this guy. And he's like, nope, I'm picking this guy. And the guy that he picked was the fattest, slowest motherfucker in the whole group. Aww. Maybe and he so, liked wings, uh, dude. Maybe he was a wing <laughs> fan. It's so... It was a special kind of guy. <laughs> Man, it was... Uh, so after that, it went downhill. Then they were like, yeah, you're in the 43rd. And then everything was downhill. And I was like, oh, God. And then things started oh, changing. Man. You got stung, things dude. Went <laughs> things, stung. Things you got went stung. Up <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, man. Uh, no, I'm... And honestly, to me, like, like basic... Like tech school, not so much, but basic, like that's what I thought the military was supposed to be like. And and then I got to tech school and I was like, all right, this is okay. I can deal with it. And then I got to the real military and I was like. You were wow, in the real this... military? I was never in the real military. Wait, you were in the real? You were in the they real? They always one? told me. I was like. In the real Air Force. Everyone Man. always said I was in the chair force and then I sat in chairs <laughs> underneath airplanes all the time. I was like, man, this 
this is really fucking chillax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you get deployed a few times and stuff, and then whenever you finally get out and you get old, then you you realize that yeah, your shit was hard. But but no, I I kind of I don't know. I like other than the the friends that I met and stuff like I kind of always wished I would have joined the, the the army of the Marines because it was a lot different once you, once you change courses, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I gotta get going, but little Mikey, it's been great, dude. Uh, definitely have to have you on again sometime soon for sure. Yeah. Keep, cause we could probably do like a whole little Mikey series. Actually, uh, on episode 10, we're probably going to, we're going to live stream and then probably get every guest that's been on. At least a call in. Yeah. Yeah. At least a call in for that episode. Yeah. I I can't wait to talk to the late 1900s guy. (laughs) Which one? There's two of them. The mayor. The mayor, dude. Look, the mayor's badass, bro. He's one of my best friends. I love that guy. I love that guy. No, he's, he seems like a badass dude. I just, uh, I've been dubbed the general of the E4 mafia. Stand by. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Hell that's yeah. pretty awesome. We, I was we, like, we gotta, yeah, we, we gotta do that. So, uh, when we're, uh, when we're live streaming and if little Mikey calls and someone's got to yell stand by and all of us just stand to stand up. <laughs> I'm live stream. Yeah. I'm definitely still in the Eagle Mafia. Little, I've never left, bro. Never left. <laughs> little Mikey comes on. He's like Eddie's voice. That's why one of my buddies the other day was like, man, staff sergeant was my favorite rank. And I was like, you're fucking stupid, dude. Oh, I was- <laughs> senior airman was the best. I was at E4 for five fucking years. Like, yes. <laughs> That was golden. Senior Airman was the best, dude. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and close this out. Um, so, uh, Mikey, I don't know if you know, but usually at the end of every episode, I talk about some type of veteran outreach program. Um, it's just kind of one of our things that we do. <clears throat> um, I don't remember what we did in the last one. We did. This is Till Valhalla, I think. Yes. 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 So this one, anybody heard of DAV or Disabled American yep. Veterans? Yeah, I get, I, get letters letters, I get letters from them all the time. They Me have too. done a lot of my claims, and I'll tell you what, they're a solid group, and I really believe in them. And uh, I think that they're a really, really awesome group, and they really help us a lot. So they're, yeah. part of their mission statement is that they are dedicated to a single purpose, and that is to empower veterans to live a high-quality uh, life with respect and dignity that the country never gave them. So we accomplish this by ensuring that veterans and their families can access the full range of benefits available to them at all times. Fighting for the interests of American injured heroes on Capitol Hill is their number one priority and educating the public about the great sacrifices and needs that us, all four of us as veterans transitioning back to civilian life <clears throat> encounter on our daily lives. So they, they go back pretty far. They're always, uh, you always see them in the, uh, the news and stuff like that, talking on Capitol Hill about, our veterans benefits and VA benefits. So great organization. Uh, like a little Mikey said, hit them up. If you're struggling with your benefits and dis- disability and stuff like that, they will fight for you. They will do pretty much all the legwork for you. They were, they, uh, they also have a team of lawyers, um, that is free of charge that will fight for you. That will, that will help you with your stuff. So if you're having troubles with that, um, 
that's that's an amazing thing that that they do also they were an organization that helped my uh cousin jimmy get his uh his wheelchair or his like power scooter that he needed he fought with the va for years trying to get it and even though he's 100% disabled plus and uh it was the dav that actually helped him win it and get it and get a, a scooter paid for so funny so you talk about like a like you know older veterans you know, like walkers and stuff like that so the va in milwaukee uh, my dad is a manager for an old folks home and the new walkers that they came out with they they look like like military gray color and at the lowest setting like when you adjust the height or whatever it's called f16 and then the next medium size is f22 and then the I, highest one is f35 i have an f22 um, it's yeah. got shocks on it. Um, <laughs> it's got a seat. <laughs> Don't pin my ride. <laughs> it's, uh, the lady brought it out, and I was like, "I'm gonna name her Destiny." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but it's got yeah, it's got a little bag on the front so you can keep your shit in it. It's got a seat on it. It folds up. It's got it's got uh, shocks on it. Um, Fuck yeah. It, it it sucks to be on a walker at 40 years old, but you know what? I'm I'm so thankful that the DAV was there to help me to get that shit. And uh, so thankful that I got those, those privileges that I have it because I, I truly do need it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm raising a four year old right now and uh, it's hard to get around by myself without that. And, and that's a, a major thing. Um, I know it's fucked up, but it is what it is. <laughs> right. I put that on an EPR one time and the flight chief said, what the fuck is this? And I said, well, it is what it is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mikey, thank you. Thank you for coming on this episode. I really appreciate it. And, and like we said before on the, in the beginning of the episode, anytime, anytime we don't, we don't have to record it. We don't have to do nothing. We could just yep. shoot the shit for a, for yep. a while. Fucking hit us up, please. Uh, oh, cool. Email, Facebook, fucking phone numbers, whatever. Hit us up, man. Do we even do like a like a group cell phone call too? I don't, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll grab a bottle of whiskey and sit out by the back by the fire and just put it on speaker and talk. Super super appreciate, guys. Like I said, like I, you know, today I got to I got to pound some uh, some butt ices and at the very last I got to throw down a four loco and Hell yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not all jacked up or anything like that, but uh, it was really nice because. You know, raising a four-year-old on my own, I, I don't really get a chance to do that shit because I don't have the opportunity. Right. And right. Uh, life's not life's not fucking easy like it used to be. <laughs> right. Oh, damn right. And and to anyone else out there, like the same thing goes. Like you, you know, you want to fucking, you want to chill with us for a second, hit us up, right? And then we'll we'll make well, it. Uh, well, make we it might tell you what we do. really do. It's kind of relate what we, you know. We're janitors. Yeah, we're fucking janitors, Always. dudes. <laughs> my favorite fucking listen. My favorite thing about being a janitor is lunch. Okay, like I said before. <laughs> but yeah, any, anybody else, you need something, hit us up, please. By all means, email whatever. Let us know. Okay. So uh, since uh, since my uh, little Mikey's uh, the guest, uh, sir, at the end of everything, we we pull chalk. So if you want to be the uh, <clears throat> do the honors. All right. You well, would. You motherfuckers have a great night. Uh, I love you. Really appreciate you guys talking to me tonight. Hell yeah. Love you too, bro. Yep. Let's pull chocks, bro.
Well, Chucks, we're out. Hell yeah. Deuces. Yep. <laughs>